In his regular column, Daddy Issues, Dad of One Matthew Baxter-Priest tackles the perils and pleasures of fatherhood. This week, he finally lets go of his sporting dreams. When I was younger, I wanted to be a footballer. Who am I kidding? I still do. I put a lot of that down to my mum. Unlike traditional parenting dynamics, growing up, football was something that I did with my mum. Proudly representing the Italian side of my bloodline, she was the one who would let me stay up late at night to watch the Champions League games during the weekdays. She was the one who would wave imaginary yellow cards at the TV, pleading incredulously to the referee to give a penalty. And she was the one who would cheer embarrassingly loud at the under-10s weekend football tournament. Football was something that brought us together. It's how we bonded. Ironically, me chasing my football dreams was the reason that I left home at the age of 16. It was something that, as you can imagine, for a maternal Italian mother, probably felt like a stab in the heart. I was arguably one of the best youth players in the small country of Brunei where I grew up. And I knew that if I was going to make it, I would need to step up a level, or two, or three. So I pleaded with my parents to send me to boarding school in the UK to try give me the best chance of succeeding. Needless to say, it didn't work out. By comparison, that was pretty rubbish. Big fish, small pond. Or is that the other way around? Now as a parent, I look back differently. Regardless of the gender of my child, I never really cared if they became a professional footballer. That was my dream, not theirs. I had no intention to live vicariously through them. However, I did secretly hope that I could replicate a bond similar to the one I had with my mother. My daughter is now six. She likes pretty things. She likes bright colors. She likes dancing. She doesn't care much for football. Although she will come sit with me when I'm watching it and ask questions about the kits that the team are wearing and ask things like, which team does the orange goaler play for? When we have a kickabout in the garden, she's more interested in the post-goal celebrations rather than the intricacies of a slick one-two passing combination. And I'll admit, the goal celebrations with her are my favorite bit too. For me, football has always been a way of connecting with people. It's something that a 16-year-old can talk to a 60-year-old about, and they don't even have to speak the same language to understand each other. It's a shared passion. During the pandemic, a colleague and I set up a football team called the Dubai Wings. We did it as a, a way to create an outlet for us and other co-workers that we could sense were struggling with the uncertainty of the times and really feeling distance from their families who were abroad. A weekly kickabout quickly developed into a little community and one that over the past few years has seen at least three of the members become dads for the first time. 
seems quite an apt parallel. Now, with the kickoff of the World Cup in Qatar, things are going to be pretty busy. While my daughter probably won't be as glued to the screens as I am, complaining why Gareth Southgate hasn't got Trent Alexander-Arnold on the plane who can whip in the ball to a waiting Harry Kane as he nods it in as England win, there are plenty of other ways in which we can bond with her. Like I did with my mum. Filling out the results wall chart, calculating the points each team gets, taking out a world map and identifying the different competing countries, or maybe, you know, going into the garden and reenacting the celebrations. Who knows, it might just light that little spark in her yet. Matthew Baxter-Priest is dad of daughter and editorial director Esquire GCC. You can follow him at Mr. Pika on all social media. This show was written and recorded by Matthew Baxter Priest. The music comes courtesy of Epidemic Sound.